Hello everyone, David here, and welcome to a very special Halloween mini-sode covering horror movies. I've been wanting to do this since the start of the podcast, so I'm really excited. A couple of quick notes off the top here before we get started. Um, first off, on Halloween itself this month, there's going to be a special episode released for the movie Alien, which is one I've wanted to watch for ages, so I'm really glad we've done it now, and it was, it was really fun to record. A uh, couple of other little things about this podcast. There are some sort of audio issues, uh, particularly Finn's mic. Uh, we're not sure exactly what went down, but I've, I fixed it where I could. Uh, that's the first one. Second one, and I'm not really sure about this one, but there are some weird kind of like little audio glitches scattered about the podcast. Uh, it might be like an audacity thing. I've, I've tried to reverse them, but they sort of they like keep coming back. So uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, so look out for those. They're just little things. Uh, so yes, besides that, thank you very much for listening, and enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome back to a special Quentin Quarantino Halloween mini-sode for this most spooky of months. Now, I love Halloween, I, I really really do it's the it's the sort of most creepy time of year there's so much going on so many new things you can watch and do but i actually don't really like being scared so i don't really watch scary stuff or do scary things Uh, but luckily for me i have experts in the art of fear with me today we have sin mason (laughs) what was that yeah what was that a, a ghoulish groan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, we also have Fraser McHeadless Horseman. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Much more friendly. He's really friendly. <laughs> and most terrifyingly of all, Jack. Jack. My life is a horror movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not like there are any easy any easy puns on Jack. There's no scary Jacks. It's, there's no it's scary. There's no scary Jacks either history or fiction. <laughs> Neither. They can't come up I'm, with them. I'm terrified of... What's that game where you have the ball and you drop it and you have to pick up as many jacks as possible? Can't believe I can't remember what it's called. Well, I can't either, so it's no. It's all good. Well, it's, and that's one thing that's really terrifying is the loss of memory. <laughs> and so we're um, going to talk about things we've forgotten. About... Hi, and welcome to my neuroscience podcast. Welcome to my podcast <laughs> on things I think I used to remember, but I don't anymore. Yeah, do you guys like... Do you remember that show, right? The one with the guy. You know the guy? Mm, I, th- I think I did. Yeah, you know the one. The one with the, the, one with the horse and the guy. The horse? My Little, my little Pony, that's it. Terrifying. Um, as mm. tradition, <laughs> as tradition, we start these minisodes with the horror movies I haven't seen to demonstrate my movie ignorance and hence why this format needs to exist, okay? Uh, so start off, not seen the most famous horror film of all time. Yeah, well, The Exorcist, I've not seen it. Uh, Friday the 13th, nope. Saw, nope. Paranormal Activity, absolutely not. Final Destination, no. No Halloween films. I have seen the Disney movie Halloween Town, though, but that is quite different. Uh, Not seen The Ring, not seen Ring 2. Not seen Ring Zero Birthday, which is real and is what it's called. Wait, that's a thing? That's Ring Zero Birthday is real, yes. Uh, Get Out, Us, like the really good ones from recently not seen. Midsommar, not seen. 
Conjuring, uh, none of those Conjuring films. Uh, no Guillermo del Toro, no Sam Raimi, no George Romero, no Alien yet. And none so, of the really so far, old... I'm I feel like a sinner too because I've I'm agreeing with you apart Universal from like Final Destination. Movies. Yeah, I've not seen most of these. Or at least uh, if interesting. So I'm the one who probably has the most experience. The, the horror head. I, I I have a habit of binging. Um, Film scenes on on YouTube, so I've I've seen Jackie, of most of them. You've got to talk about the the nuclear the nuclear war film, the the sort of documentary. Oh drama. God, Fred's! They they showed it like once or twice ever on BBC, and it traumatized yeah. the generation <laughs> so badly they locked it up in an archive like until that, recently. It's like that one episode of Pingu that they don't show anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> where what? Where, the thing? where? Pingu's the thing. <laughs> Is that there's the episode? A real that was lost? There's no, that's that's a, a fan one, but there is a right. real Pingu episode say. that's terrifying. Is it if you and... watch it, you die in seven days. You die in seven whack whacks. <laughs> there's an episode of Pingu where his mum, it might be the one actually, where his mum like beats him with like a moment. No, to be fair, the band, the band one I was thinking of was the giant walrus one. So there's right. one with this giant walrus uh, that right. comes out the ice. And it is actually unbelievably terrifying, especially if you're a child and you're watching Pingu, because it's like twice its head is all you see of it, and its right. its head is about three times the size of Pingu. Oh my god, I'm looking at this now. It's disgusting. It's, it's horrible, isn't it? It's really scared. <laughs> it's really bad. Go on, let's have a look. Look, so all I'm saying is this could be a good thumbnail. In some Why does it have human teeth? <laughs> wait, I'm, wait, someone send me this link. I need to you see never, this. Now. You never want to shout. You never want anyone shouting. <laughs> Why does it have human teeth? No, no circumstances that a good thing to shout. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Why I is love, this banned? Though Pingu. it shouldn't be banned. Um, but but yeah, this is. It's really good. I love him. Oh god. oh my god. <laughs> He's great. Do you think they're real children's <laughs> teeth? I hope so. Yeah, that is terrifying. Them. We're actually going to get onto kids' things that scared us more than they should have. But that is horrifying. I, I really encourage anyone to go look up. Just type in Giant Walrus Pingu. It's um, it is it's enough. Let's let's do some movies I have seen then because maybe you guys. Oh, that means I may have seen more than Jack and Finn. Although I know again, I am definitely more susceptible to spooks. So Nightmare on Elm Street, I've mentioned before, I have seen. Don't think it's scary, but it's quite good. Um, lots of good kills. What we do in the shadows, technically yes, a horror movie. It is excellent. Uh, it's not very scary. Uh, it's good though. Coraline. We actually didn't speak about much on the kids' movie episode. I saw it's, it in 3D when it came out in the theater. So did I. It is amazing. It's I mean, very good film. Amazing, but fucking terrifying. Film. Coraline is is beautifully crafted. And scary in the right way. The is, buttons yeah. for the eyes is a horrifying metaphor. And all the character design. All the performances are really good. Like the mm. voice acting. Sad Dad just, is so good. Yeah. It's just a really Sad good Dad's film. also a meme. <laughs> um, I have two more horror movies I've seen. And genuinely, these are the only horror movies I've seen. And I watched them for this podcast this month. Okay, guys, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I watched a, a bad one and a good one. I watched Scary Movie 2. Is that the bad one? Oh, what do you think? Uh, and I watched Hereditary. <laughs> which one's the bad one and which one's the good one? I don't know, I've never seen Hereditary. Oh my god. Uh, I Okay, I will just say, like, legitimately probably one of the best films I've ever seen. I also didn't sleep last night, pretty much, because of it. <laughs> nice. Uh, it, is a, it is brilliant. If you've not seen it, I won't spoil it for people, but I will say a bit about it in a minute. But I'm going to start with Scary Movie 2, because I need to have a little, little rant. Never watch this movie, ever. I, I cannot stress good enough. Film? Oh yeah, best film ever. I want to keep it to myself. Uh, let me put it this way. 
And this is the most serious I can be about this film. You know how the VHS from the ring, you watch it and you die in seven days, right? Yeah. Yeah. This one, you watch it and you just rethink every life choice that took you to that moment for seven days. It is... Oh, it's just repugnant. I mean, it's not funny, first off. It's like there's so much like sexism, ableism, and almost certainly other isms I missed because I was watching it at 1am. I would rather have been blending my organs than watching this movie. <laughs> I, 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 Jesus, I made my, I made it into Disemboweling yourself and blending I, and putting your organs th- in a blender that would have than been, watch I, the movie. I, I genuinely wish, I mean, what, what I might less do traumatizing? is- Yeah, I think I might do- some surgery, brain surgery on myself to try and remove the neurons that contain the memories of this film. And honestly, <laughs> if that, you know, and that will still be one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in my life, which does make me sound very, like I've had a pretty good life, to be fair, if watching Scary Movie say, 2 is just... one of the worst things. I turns out I've got a great life. It's like, um, what's the It's a Wonderful Life, where the mistake is not I never want to be born, it's I never wanted, I never wanted to see Scary Movie 2, and the angel comes and is like, <laughs> this is what your life would have been like if you never saw Scary Movie 2, and it learns to appreciate it. <laughs> I, can I can I tell you guys some of the things that happen in this film? This is not a fake from film. This is real. Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear some of these? Okay. Things? okay. Yes. Uh, I, lo- I like how you have to pre pre state. This, this is, is not real. This is real. A fake from film. A stoner's weed plant grows absolutely massive in like little shop of horror style. It smokes him like a spliff, <laughs> and it escapes out of the window and is never mentioned again. <laughs> Prominent Republican James Woods plays a priest called Father McFeely. Uh, he is vomited on and then vomits on in return a demonically possessed girl and it's just like back and forth vomiting like um, the family guy Ipecac scene I was gonna say I think I think I've seen that have you seen that clip? clip oh yeah it, but that's totally separate to the rest of the film it's like a five minute of that and then it's not relevant to anything else that happens I don't think really <laughs> and it starts with the exorcist music as well which is really cheeky like just how dare it <laughs> The script contains this line, guy. I'm going to do it in a voice as well. So it's a, it's a parrot saying this. Ah, what did they put in this bird seed? The bird then sprays shit out his ass all over her wall. <laughs> <laughs> the same parrot later says, this is a direct quote again from the movie. Girl, I wouldn't fuck you if I was lying in the desert, dying of thirst, <laughs> with buzzards all around, and your ass was a fountain. Like what? poetry in motion. This is this is real lines from a real movie. How? You pay human money. What and la- last fuck? thing, last thing, and I promise we'll move on to an actual discussion. The tagline <laughs> for this for the first one, so not just scary movie one, was no mercy, no shame, no sequel. Fucking liars. I was gonna say there's fuck a fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. No shame was correct. Anyway, that's enough. Listen, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, let's talk about a really good one. So you guys haven't seen Hereditary, is that right? None of you have seen Hereditary. Nope, I have seen it. I have seen it. it it's pretty good, I'd say. It's the only like proper horror film I've seen. I, I thought it was actually brilliant. I think the thing it does really well is the tension that it builds. It, it made me so tense. Like, like yeah. watching that movie was so stressful. And I find watching horror films stressful in general, but like Hereditary it, made me like even more stressful. It, we had to, I was watching with, with we, we watched it at uni and I, we literally had to pause every 15 minutes because it was stressing all yeah. of us out. <laughs> it doesn't need to do anything. What it does is it's so good at making you think something's going to happen. It, yeah, it's good for setting. It's good for like setting up yeah. suspense to make you feel like something's gonna happen, and then inevitably it just continues to build. <laughs> I, I won't. I don't. We can't really talk. We have to talk about it quite generally because honestly, actually, I really don't want to spoil it. But the sound design is is really good. You can just compliment. I mean, 
the the technical aspects. I can. The little girl, one of the things, do you remember the little girl phaser has like a vocal tick where she clicks her tongue? Vaguely. It's been a while since I've seen the movie because I tend to forget most scary movies I watch oh, okay. because I actually want to sleep at night. Yeah. Good for you. There's, there's, um, there's a bit... Uh, not say what the bit is, but about half an hour into the movie, Phaser, that I'm struggling to forget. You know the bit. I do, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say uh, it. No, don't say it. it. It's hard to forget, but uh, it's used. This is it's just that. Simple, oh, simple fucking voice. stop. Used, used, I will stop. It's used to such great effect. Uh, and the plot, the plot is crazy. Like when you, you have, I did have to go read an explainer article after it. And I think it's one of those ones where when you know what happens, if you rewatch it, you see a lot of the clues. Well, th- that's like it's with most movies obscure. like that. Yeah. Well, what it is, is it's meant to be that you only you only know what the family knows in the horror movie. So, because that... Oh, an unreliable narrator. Not necessarily an unreliable narrator, as much as like an uninformed narrator. Because you're experiencing the film with, with the protagonists. Uh, so, it's really good at like keeping you in the dark. Um, but yeah, no, that's a hard recommend. I watched that last night with my sister. I am... Um, she watched it the entire time. I hid behind my hoodie frequently. That was like me when I saw the first Insidious movie. This is what we're about to go. Thank you for this is a perfect segue, Fraser. Because I want to turn to your favorite horror movies and horror movies you guys like. That was like the first. So when it, my history with horror films is really weird. So like I grew up watching at least when my dad. My dad one day decided that I needed a horror movie education. So did my mom. <laughs> So like you were four <laughs> years old. No, I wasn't four actually. We started early with extra classes after school. They, no, they had me. Um, they my first memory of watching like proper horror movies was my dad introduced me to the suite of George Romero. Um, yeah, the guy. Uh, movies. Yeah, the guy. So uh, obviously I've watched like Night of the Living Dead and the other ones in that vein. He invented the zombie um, movie for people. That he did. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. He did. Uh, and then after that, he then popped me onto uh, Alien, which I know we're going to be talking about at a later date, but I like to mention it here because it fucking terrified me. You know the original Faceover prop was made out of, like, a couple of chicken carcasses. Human skin. The fucking legs literally have human fingers. Ugh. When John Hurt, the alien baby thing, comes out of John Hurt, right? The chest bursting scene, yeah, yeah. People didn't... Yes. So the cast knew something was going to happen. Yeah, but they didn't know that that was going to happen, yeah. When they were filming it. Oh, yeah, they, they, they regularly kept the cast in the dark yeah. about elements yeah. of the production to make the reactions more genuine. Yeah, and they killed John Hurt as well, which is, you know, bold. Yeah. <laughs> John Hurt, well, he got, he got brought back, but... Uh... But yeah, so I, I watched that, and then I also uh, saw The Shining, which also creeped me out as a kid. I know it's not really a horror movie, but it's still, like, a scary thriller. It, I think it is. Uh, in... I think it was Family Guy and also an episode of Rocco's Modern Life. If you remember Rocco's Modern Life, they did yeah, yeah, yeah. a um, a Shining like parody in that. I had nightmares for weeks. Come play with us. Come oh, play stop. with us. <laughs> yeah, The Shining, and then uh, at a friend's house. That's where I saw um, both Insidious one and two in one night. Uh, and those ones uh, I loved as well, as much as the fact that they were also pretty scary. Talk about them for a bit, because I have no knowledge of Insidious at all. So they, I think they're meant to take place in the same universe as like The Conjuring. I don't remember much of the plot, apart from the fact that someone was being possessed by a demon for most of his life. And it was starting to, and it was by the end of it, it was starting to like ruin his, his family home and stuff. Usual paranormal shit. The story ain't nothing to write home about, but just the way they would set up the scary moments and tension and stuff like that was pretty cool. 
The poster is really good as well. The kid in front of the house and his eyes like scratched out. Um, so, right, you two now. Let's deal with the the non-horror-y inclined people. What are your favourite horror movies? Do you even have any favourite horror movies? Uh, Finn? Okay, The Thing. Oh, the original one? The John Carpenter one. So not the original, original one that's the anti-communist propaganda, but the one that's John yeah. Carpenter's one. It's fucking amazing. So good. It's just a really good the film. Adapt- adaptation of Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. And yeah, so the the one the John Carpenter one is so it's, it's terrifying. Just brilliant. It's brilliant body horror. The the effects as Are much amazing. as they have aged, they're they're so amazing, and they do still hold up pretty well. In just conceptually, it you know the idea of the thing is so terrifying. Mm. If you stop well, the, to were, think were, about were the effects what were also practical is. as well, weren't they? Yeah, the effects were practical. So it's you know it's, again it's the eighties. It's like it's, does it like it's infect sort of, you or does it just mimic you? I can't remember. It infects you. It takes over all organic material. Uh, it's completely unstoppable. It's basically, it's like a viral strain. It maintains the memory of all the things it's absorbed in the past. It's body horror, and I'd even say it kind of goes into like L. It's like cosmic horror. So it's um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the same way as Alien, but I think it does cosmic horror not better than Alien. It's definitely more grounded than the Alien. Yeah, yeah. like I think it, the theme of the theme of the unknown in the thing is the main yeah that's the main fear in my way i'm saying at the end you don't know whether or not the thing's been dealt with and like a dog yes it's ambiguous as to whether or not that dog is the thing i don't remember the dog wandering off the ending is there's two of them left they've burnt right. the arctic base and they've they think they've burnt the, the thing, thing. The but the two thing. of them obviously the main the main fear of it is the fact that it could be anyone so yeah. the two of them are then there. They're both going to die, even if they're not infected, because the next check-in's in three months, and they've just yeah. burnt down their entire facility. Um, and they are just in the snow by the fire, and they're just basically waiting to die. And just, That's but also amazing. looking over each other's shoulder, you know. And the, the, you know, if they've if they've beaten it, they save the world. But the the way they did the the more recent thing, which is actually my favorite part of the new the new one as well is the fact that they don't remake the old one they do the the i think it's the it's like the finish base they prequel it don't they it's how they 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 set up like how they even got found it in the first place it's good that they did you know they didn't try and just remake the john carpenter one but they did it they did something that adds to it which i thought was quite cool but it's not it's not as good i did find i did find the effects of like the body horror aspect of the new one to be a bit to be a bit more jarring um i just don't remember them part of what made the john carpenter one so memorable and so terrifying was how like well it was because you knew that they were practical effects they weren't cgi yeah. so they were there in they were there like yeah. the camera's literally looking at and it the shots are etched into my mind disappointing fact the new one was done with practical effects first and then they cg'd over them because someone wasn't happy with the practical so there was actually a modern, almost entire oh, that, effects version. That's really sad that they, they did that. That is it's so never sad. Been released, that's, but in the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff, you can see all the, the stuff they were working cut. with that the actors the worked with. The scariest scenes in, in in the movie are the ones between the humans. If it's a scene that is that is almost devoid of the thing itself, uh, and it's just the tension between the cast members, that is where it is at its 
most scary. Definitely. And I think you'll find, uh, David, when we get round to watching Alien, that it's almost the same. Yeah. Which is that when you do get to see the Alien, the effects have not stood up amazingly well. It's scary when uh, you much, have scenes between the cast uh, and everything is kind of very claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. And they're all, everything's very uncertain. That The acting comes through best. Mm, definitely. Um, and it becomes scariest in those scenes. From what I know of Alien and Aliens, Aliens was so well regarded because what Aliens isn't is another horror movie. It's a bit yes, scary, it's very different. but it doesn't action. And it yeah. does that because it knows that when you see the Xenomorphs, it, it's not as scary by its nature. So it, it takes that and it runs with it, which is In fact, impressive. Aliens um, does a very good job of not showing them until later because it knows that they're not that scary. Mm. It scales everything up. And a lot of movies that scale up the premise end up being very bad. Um, so Aliens, it's like, oh, instead of one, you know, There's you've two. got hundreds of them. So, and that, that could potentially be a really dumb way of doing things, but instead of showing you hundreds of aliens being gunned down by space marines, like alien um, marines. what it actually does is it has them reinforce a room with sentry turrets in the corridors, mm. and you don't see the aliens because the gun smoke obscures the cameras, and all you get is the ammo counters, and the entire um, kind of siege of this room that they're in is done from the perspective of them watching the guns running out of ammo. Uh, and I, I think that, that there are maybe 100, 200, 300 aliens in that in that scene, potentially, but they don't show a single one. I think you maybe get like one shot of one of them dying. Yeah, yeah, you, get, you, you, do um, get, you do get a couple of shots, but the shots are, are just the like the animalistic movement and then the... You know, it's the, all done through motion trackers yeah. and ammo counters and technology showing what the aliens are doing, but you don't see them. Because I was so disappointed when I watched it. I watched Aliens again um, with some friends, and because they they hadn't seen it before, because we've been playing we've been playing I I, Alien guys, Isolation. But basically, and we watched it, and I was really disappointed because like half the best scenes in the film were literally not in the the like the standard cut. Yeah, I realised Aliens, like, the film is still really good, but there's loads of stuff where I was just there, like, I was just there, like, oh, yeah, Bishop's here, and he's belly in it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, sentry turrets. Oh, yeah, porn is here. Oh, yeah, like, queen is here. But can like, Bishop only move diagonally? Yeah. Is that, is that the aliens and going through, through long pipes? Like, goes diagonally. Um, but yeah, it was the alien can move like was the queen, just, I think. It was like, is it, and even just even joke. there's there wasn't there was, there isn't even a bit where you find out about Ripley's daughter. That's just not in it in the original she cut. An alien, yes, oh, okay. and a dead one. Ripley's daughter was the first alien. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I spoilers. Um, I'm glad I was no, that's not a day true. to watch any of it. I don't believe Ripley's daughters who you play as an alien isolation, David, if you recall. Oh, uh, well, what you mean who I didn't play as because I let you play it and covered my eyes? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, go on then. Do you have any favorite horror movies that haven't been mentioned yet? I mean, I either like horror movies that are more in tending towards thrillers with very competent characters, or I like ones that are pure comedies. Um, so like. Shaun of the Dead and Cabinet. Scary Lords. Movie 2. 
Cabin in the Woods is just a, a love story. Uh, it, it, not love story. It is a love letter <laughs> to the genre while also taking the piss out of it. Oh, definitely. Uh, and Shaun of the Dead is, again, taking the piss out of zombie movie trope. Yeah, I, don't, I just um, love Shaun of the Dead, honestly. I, I know it's a controversial opinion. I love I love Hot Fuzz and I like The World's End, but I, I wasn't. Maybe I need to probably rewatch Shaun of the Dead, honestly. It's not my favourite. I like Shaun of the Dead. But um, I, I would say those are like sort of like tangential picks. If I'm going for something that's like a actually more uh, a traditionally horror movie the, the one that i've seen more more recently um with really competent characters i think i watched this with finn actually was um trent Gusan. yes i did really like uh, that I find korean cinema is actually doing a very good job with horror recently with competent characters but um Tr- trent Gusan, which i have seen in full is um it's amazing it's fantastic as a character movie which you don't expect in, in the genre which is that it really does actually get into ex- exploring the characters, and the, the, even even though it only takes place over like twenty four hours, they actually get character progression in. Um, the premise is pretty simplistic as far as the zombie outbreak, but it's one of those ones where the zombies are very deadly, as in they run. The transmissibility is incredibly fast, uh, and obviously Korea is very densely populated. So over the course of 24 hours, it goes from a few isolated instances to basically the whole country's getting evacuated. Basically, the idea of doing a zombie film set almost entirely on a bullet train is really quite fascinating because you have a very linear structure, but all the characters step up to uh, what is a horrific premise because you've got very, very deadly, fast-moving uh, zombies that are spreading infection the train very quickly. Is faster. And yet everyone is acting very intelligently. I won't go into details if you want to actually watch it, but it, it, it feels... Uh, the, the reactions of people in different ways all feel very genuine to the situation. Hello, everyone. Just David here, interrupting the podcast for a quick sponsorship break. This episode... We are sponsored by The Corporation. Yes, that's right. The Corporation. You know, they make product that you buy for money so you can be happy. Personally, I'm a big fan of The Corporation and use product every day. So can attest to its utility, design, value for money. Don't forget to use code Seraphim at checkout for 33% off when you buy product. Now, back to the podcast. I find um, as movies that are... Uh, with a more realistic premise for the horror, I find to be very scary. So Finn mentioned Freds, which for anyone who doesn't know, yeah, on is a, a no, it's a BBC movie that was produced in I the seventies. Series, I, I thought it was a series, not no, a... It was one off. Oh, okay, um, it was produced in the seventies, in the middle of the Cold War, and it was supposed to be a dramatized uh, documentary, essentially showing the effect of uh, a nuclear strike on the United Kingdom, and they they based it in Sheffield. So where I am right now, it starts the first 45 minutes are just showing the characters' normal lives. And all of like the build-up to war is in the background. The airbase outside of Sheffield does get hit. From that point onwards, it just becomes a horror movie unintentionally. It was very low budget. Um, the they basically had to resort on a lot of not showing things. or um... Yeah, they imply a lot of injury, don't they? Yes, a lot. Yeah, but a lot of things are very much implied. But because they really don't hold back uh, in terms of the after effects, that what well, that's what starts to make it very scary. It's not just death and radiation poisoning and fallout. They have scenes showing the disaster control, kind of the council, the government under the in a bunker, literally managing who lives and who dies based on uh, mm. radiation level. They show. Um, the weeks later, the aid arriving at the hospitals with no power and no water, uh, 
trying to treat people by like removing limbs and trying to stem injuries as best they can with no resources everything's filthy everyone's covered in fallout everyone is uh weak and and yet they're trying to allocate resources based on who can work uh who can make the next harvest who can help with Mm. the recovery efforts and by the end of it it shows like 10 years later and there's been like such a complete breakdown of civilization that the next generation doesn't even speak proper english anymore and and uh, like initially this was when this was aired it was aired to school children yeah. as a and Jesus. my uncles remember this wow. terrifying them well that's the thing like like sometimes the scariest movies per se or scariest subject matter is stuff that is grounded in reality I think why nuclear war is so scary is because it's this big, unfathomable thing that's ultimately going to be decided by things, factors, pretty much entirely out of our control. Like, it's it's almost like a force of nature. Yeah. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> the third series of Torture, which is by far and away the, the best one, is called Children of Earth, where basic plotline is that one day all the children in the world simultaneously just stop and then they start speaking a message. And ultimately, what these aliens that are doing this want, and you never see them properly. They're always obscured by mist in this tank they've, they've requested be built in one of the buildings in the UK. Uh, all they want is, I think it's one-tenth of the kids of the entire world. They want the children. Obviously, that's a real fear of parents, is your kids, something happened to your kids. But basically, what the UK government does is they start prioritizing, they start choosing. It's like, well, none of our kids, of course, we're all exempt. And then they start, like choosing the areas and it's the ones who they consider less valuable to society so like the poorer areas and and it's 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 brilliant horror brilliant sci-fi and it's also amazing like political stuff because a lot of the scenes are just just government so essentially what what, what our discussion has boiled down to is that we're all terrified of real government yeah yeah yeah, exactly That's why people like horror films. It's like escapism from the real horror. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I'm scared of, like, I get scared of, like, ghosts and stuff. Because I think it's because, in real life, at least I feel like I could come up with a strategy. It's something I could execute. But if there's a ghost there, what's the, what rules does a ghost follow? I don't know. <laughs> so, like, is there's no rules to stuff that doesn't exist. And somehow that, that makes me more scared, even though it's not really... No, you see, I, I, that ghost, makes me less scared, because it's just dumb. They're constrained by five-dimensional universes. Thank you, Jack, for your ghost theories. I mean, it depends on the ghost, right? Because some ghosts, like, there's rules for Ouija boards. Like, you shouldn't you shouldn't do it alone. You should you should always say goodbye to the ghost. There's, like, you know, so there are, there are rules for that. <laughs> what if you say ciao? Ciao. <laughs> Only in Italian ghosts. <laughs> You guys know? Do you guys know who made the first Ouija board? No, Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah. Are you shitting me? It's a Hasbro toy. Yeah, it's yeah, a toy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. So, so you're telling me Hasbro, Hasbro. the Nerf Transformer yep. brand, uh-huh. made the first made, Ouija, made board. Ouija board? Uh huh. Oh yeah. What the it's fuck? A toy. <laughs> it's a toy. It's a Hasbro toy. That's all it is. Um, here's a question: Would you guys do a Ouija board? No, absolutely not. Neither would I. I would be laughing too hard. I, I mean, I'd probably take part to take the piss see the reason i wouldn't is basically i'm probably agnostic superstitious religion no but no no uh, here's the thing right do you what the, the thing is like why bother risking it well i guess i'd only do it if somebody else wanted to do it and they i just thought it'd be funny to fuck about with them I, but then the problem is 
I know for a fact, for me at least, and Faison might be the same, if stuff starts happening, even if it's just like normal stuff, you start, it'll start getting on your mind. It'll be like, was it because of this? It's a thing where if people think they've had a curse, I can't remember what the name of the effect is, you're more likely to attribute negative things that happen to that. That actually happened recently. Um, To you? Yeah, in our own house. So so my mom uh, puts her phone on the windowsill above the sink uh, in the kitchen when she's doing stuff. If she's like listening to like radio or something like that. And if in like a few months, I think it was like less than a month ago or so, uh, my dad and my mom were, were in the kitchen and they both saw, they weren't even near the phone, but they saw it literally lift off the ground and fly across the room. So you think there's a ghost in your house? Do you believe in ghost, well, Phaser? My well, I kind of do actually. Ooh, um, right, didn't expect. I kind of do. See, I kind of do. The, this is the kind of situation where I take part in a Ouija board to fuck with someone. Kills around the possessed Finn. Those are possession words. <laughs> Finn is going to end up like the end of of hereditary. He's going to be one of the people kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. two, the two kneeling you know the two i mean yep yep that's okay fraser i didn't i'm so pleased this is the direction the podcast went the only ghostly experience i've ever had uh and it's only one and it's it's i know exactly what it was but it was still spooky was i was walking in the, the grounds of my college right really late at night and as i got to the path i said oh sorry ex- uh sorry excuse me and moved out of the way because i thought there was someone coming like i saw like a shadow moving towards me and as I did it, I realised there was nothing there. Oh, I got I got one so much that no, as well, that was actually. like uh, it was because I'd come from light to dark, and so there was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. thing in my vision. But <laughs> it it genuinely hundred percent tripped you out. Believe yeah. there was a person there. I can think of many explanations, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's creepy. <laughs> but um, I want to believe. So. I, I I don't want to. I don't want to believe because if I if I ever properly believed ghosts were real, I think I'd just I don't know what I'd do. I'd kill myself to become a ghost. So I wouldn't be scared of them anymore. I think. <laughs> you face your fear by, by killing, dying. Killing myself. I'd run away from my fear by running towards it. Um, okay, so what about scary bits in kind of? non-horror movies like once they're not necessarily horror movies but they are they still scared you let's say when you were younger because for me that was that was aragog in harry potter really freaked me the fuck she-lob out she-lob in lord of the rings i haven't seen that one um big big fuck off spider <laughs> not she-lob well she-lob is also a big fuck off spider if anything i think the aragog scene was scarier than she-lob not it because was, of the yeah. giant one but because of all the like mid-sized ones like harry potter yeah. that scene had like a bunch of like dog-sized spiders and oh and also the fact that like, like e- oh, even aragog that. said that he couldn't control his children <laughs> yeah I, I absolutely hate um, those that kind of size spider because the it, i forgot to mention the mist uh, yeah, the spiders in the mist freak me out as well, and they're about the same size as the ones in that Harry Potter scene. The mist, if John anyone, If anyone's seen the mist, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, the other one was Spirited Away when the parents get turned into pigs. Yeah, there's that one. Scared of that. It might be fair. there might be the Judaism kicking in. I don't know. Um... <laughs> of all the animals, no. I watched a little bit of Pirates of the Caribbean when I was too young, right. and I'd already watched I'd already watched the second one. And I was fine with it, but I watched the first one, and I had a fear of skeletons because <laughs> of a pantomime I went to see, in which a portrait in the pantomime was like a screen or something, and there was this weird. It was literally it was Cinderella. It's amazing what I can do, with Mom and it was just this random unnecessary bit where they had this like hologram painting of this like Jacobean guy, 
and his sort of his skin kind of withered away to just a skeleton and then he like dragged this woman into this mirror and i just found that really scary and so i didn't like skeletons because of that and so i really didn't like the bit where barbosa like drinks the wine and it like falls through him Ah, see, what's quite amusing to me about this is that you watched the second Pirates of the Caribbean and were fine with it. Yeah, second uh, one was fine. I watched fine. the first That's... and was fine, but I watched the second in the cinema, and at the time I watched it in the cinema, they hadn't yet been told off by the film board and had to remove part of the first scene. Um, so I watched it on, like, opening... What was the in... What was the first scene of it? You know, you know, if you watch the cut of Dead Man's Chest now, it basically starts with them fr- with that prison throwing coffins out into the water and then Jack oh, is hiding yeah. in one of the coffins. There's a scene before that in the cinema where they are literally taking prisoners and stringing them up in cages and it does uh, a close-up of all the crows descending yeah. and eating them alive <laughs> and it, sh- it like shows them biting their eyes out and stuff like I that. Have seen, I have seen that version. I've seen that version. I've, I've seen that version too. I really like that. I, like I thought it was a Hitchcock's good scene. Alfred the Birds about Alfred Hitchcock's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's like scary bits in non-horror movies that uh, would just get to me. Uh, if you can't think of any, shall I move us on to the final section, which is a little game? Yeah. Ooh, have a little, okay. a little game. I love a game. Now, this is the season of the Orange Gourds, okay? So what I thought we'd play is a nice traditional Halloween game of horror movie or smashing pumpkin song. Oh my god, yes. Da, 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 yes. Da, 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 okay, I can do da, this. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll do it one by one. Despite all my rage. Number one. I'm not going to do that voice. Is this a horror movie or a Smashing Pumpkins song? Bullet with butterfly wings. Pumpkins, definitely pumpkins. You guys all think it's pumpkins? You could... rage, still it is. You are correct, guys. It is Smashing Pumpkins. It did sound like a song. Though, right? I literally was singing it before. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, guys. What about this one? The Bye Bye Man. Do you think that's a horror movie or do you think it's a, uh, a Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> lyric? Smashing Pumpkins lyric. I mean, song, I... sorry. It's a song. Hmm. Bye bye, bye man. man. The bye bye man. I've not I've not heard of it. It's a song, so I'm gonna go for film. It's a bad it's a bad horror movie. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's called the bye 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 man. <laughs> uh Deathbed, the bed that eats. Do you think that's a horror movie? The or do you think that's eats. a smashing pumpkin song? <laughs> Deathbed, the bed that eats. That's all that has to be a bad horror movie. That's gotta be a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be controversial and say song. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, Jack's incorrect. Death Bed, The Bed That Eats, which we're going to say for the third time, is a horror movie. Curse... I'm imagining the title of the song is Death Bed Bracket, The Bed That no, Eats. No, it's colon, because, actually. Like, you know... Death Bed colon, The Bed That Eats. It's The Bed That Eats. Okay, next one. Next also, one, David, on. can we do a podcast where we watch Death Bed, The Bed That Eats? If everyone agrees to watch Death Bed, The Bed That Eats, we can absolutely do an episode on Death Bed, The Bed That Eats. But we have to always refer to it by as the Death title. Bed, The Bed That Eats. Death Bed, the bed and that the eats. character as well. The character is the also... The character of the demonically possessed the death bed, bed. The death bed, bed That Eats. The Bed That Eats. <laughs> absolutely. Um, number, number four. Uh, is this a Smashing Pumpkins song or a horror movie? All-Star. Um, I think if that was a song, they would end up getting in a lot of trouble from Smash Mouth's lawyers, so I'm going to say it's a movie. Wait. What? <laughs> wait. I'm you so confused Smash Mouth's Smashing Pumpkins? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my wait, god, please tell wait, me what happened. Wait, 
Oh, for fuck's sake! It's another, it's another oh glorious God. bastard all over again. Fuck! This is... I Again, we need to do our Is This Daft Punk round. Of, uh, I've put together songs and David has to work out if this is Daft Punk. So, yeah, um, I may have thought this was Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, but apparently it's a bad smash mouth smash mouth very similar Um, how did you not know that that's amazing Um, okay listen I lose whoever wins whatever Um, let's move on I'm not really keeping track I think I think you guys so far have got I'm going to not count I've got all of them right but yeah, I think I, as long as one I, of you I gets it right, I win by proving you wrong. As long as one of you gets it right, it's fine. Whoever wins, he'll lose. Um, <laughs> number five, melancholy and the infinite sadness. I mean, that's a so- that's yeah, that's the name of an album and a song. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, it is an album. <laughs> it's the album. Okay, next, uh, the ginger dead man. The Ginger really? Dead Man. Is that, is that a film? What do you think? Horror movie or Smashing Pumpkins? I, I hope that's a movie. <laughs> that's a movie too. It is, of course, a, movie, a horror movie. Uh, how about this one? This one's hard. This one's hard. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Is that a Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> song? Or is it a horror movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going out on a limb here and saying it's a remix. It's a remix? Yes, of previous. Of, of, of previous. In many ways, it is. It is, of course, a horror movie. Okay, how about this one? Number eight. The Chimera. Hmm. Vague enough it could be either. Yeah, I was going to say. I've not heard of it immediately, so I'm going to say movie. Movie, is that the conclusion of our film? Movie. Movie. So they'd say, finally got one wrong. It is a Smashing Pumpkins song. Ooh. Uh, and there isn't one called The Chimera from what I can find a horror movie. How about We Only Come Out at Night? We Only Come Out at Night. Big enough where it could also be both. Why do you think I've chosen it? Welcome that's to the, that's the point of the game. I think that's the song. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go song too. I think I'm going to slot in there too. It is a song. Yes. Number 10. The Boy. <laughs> boy. 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 It's God of War. It's God of War, the film. Um, the film, the game. The film, the game. The soundtrack to the film, the game, the boy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say film. Um, movie. Movie. Oh, I'm afraid to say it's both, guys. God, oh, it's a horror movie <laughs> and it's a, it's a Smashing Pumpkins song. The bo- the movie The Boy is about a doll called the Brahms where you have to, like, treat him nicely or he'll slash your throat, except spoilers for the movie The Boy. Turns out in the end, there was actually just a guy called Brahms who was living in the walls uh, doing it, and it wasn't the doll. Um, you know, whatever. Um, Levin, it's my party and I'll die if I want to. Song. That's not me saying that, that's a movie. <laughs> Well, both, both really. I think it's both. Actually, <laughs> I think it's both. You think that someone has made both a movie called "It's My Party" and I'll die if I want to, and coincidentally, Smashing Pumpkins has done a song called "It's My Party" and I'll die if I want to. I think it's a film. I think that's a film. It's a. It is a horror film. Yes. How about bleeding the orchid? That's got to be a song. That sounds too poetic. Bleeding the Orchid. Bleeding the Orchid. This Some one I don't know. Really weird. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go with Jack and say song, but I don't know. 
They've got a lot of songs on their film on their filmography, on their discography. And they've, they've released a lot of songs. That they, all their albums are like twenty tracks each. Yeah, well, indeed, Bleeding <laughs> the Orchid is one of them. Uh, it is a Smashing Pumpkins song and not a Smash Ooh. Mouth song. Uh, number thirteen, Glass and the Ghost Children. <laughs> what? Um, okay, Glass and the Ghost Children. Glass are the two connected? Children. Did the glass two break? separate ones? They're not two separate Did... ones. Is it like a band? You know, I can't, like I, can't, I can't possibly elaborate. Fill in. Okay. I want to say... Maybe film, because it sounds like a song name, but I've, I've not heard of it. But Ah, uh, you think I'm being clever? Yeah, I feel like you're being a bit clever. Do you clever all agree with, with David trying to be clever? I think David can and is sometimes quite clever. Thank you. Um, in this case, I have been because it wasn't a film. It wasn't the Smashing Pumpkins song. Uh, Castle Freak. Castle Freak. I say, I say, a film. Yeah. Song. Castle Jack, Freak. Jack is wrong again. It is Castle Freak. Is indeed a really not good horror movie. Does the castle make you freak out? Or I think it no, 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 is no, it a the, person who lives there who is a freak? It's named eponymously after the eponymous castle freak. Don't go up there. You'll meet the castle freak. That's like what the village says. He might cut off his penis in the film. Um, except it's so zany. Pizza. It's from a like. He says, "Wait, what's your definition of zany?" <laughs> Finn's definition of zany is is. I don't know. Listen, I've been to a few parties with you, but I think I might avoid it from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to see my party trick? It's down to a nub at this point, but I keep going. Um, Castle Freak, yeah, no, fa- um, not famously, but it's talked about a lot on a podcast called The Flop House, which is another great movie podcast. Um, okay, last one. This one's hard. This one's challenging. Evil Bong. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Evil Bong. I'm going to keep saying song until I'm right. What's the last one, Jack? <laughs> so this is your last chance to be right or wrong. Oh my god, I really want it to be a song, but switch. it's probably a film. Jack switch, switch Jack. I'm Jack gonna switch. say I'm gonna say song this time. <laughs> After I've just whispered in the mic, Jack Switch. Yes, yeah, reverse psychology. It's a horror movie about a haunted bong. Of course it's a horror movie about a haunted bong. It's called <laughs> Evil Bong. <laughs> so is the bong is it like an anti smoking thing? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure, probably, maybe. I don't know. Why don't you watch it yourself and find out? Because I'm not going to. Uh, I think it's got Cheech in it, though, from Cheech and Chong. Oh, my God. That would check out. Then it that can't be an anti-smoking out. thing. No, I don't know. Unless it's I... community service. <laughs> for what? Well, one of them was in prison for a while because he was in the same cell as, um, as the, the Wolf of Wall Street, and he's the one who told him to write the book. What? Yeah. Oh my god, it's an amazing fact. Right. I think um, I assume for like possession or something. By a demon. Yes. He was <laughs> in prison circle. for for using using an evil bong. <laughs> 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 he, he, he got told not to use that bong three times <laughs> and therefore he had to go to jail for using it. What are you in for? What are you in for? What are you in for? I'll put this, they're all Pazuzu. <laughs> all of them. It's like, oh, hey, Pazuzu. Hey, Pazuzu. Oh, long time no it's see, like a Pazuzu. A really disorganised uh, hive mind. You're in it too, Pazuzu. <laughs> oh, what are you in for again? Oh, I'm Pazuzu. Oh, I'm, okay. Oh, oh you're also uh, Pazuzu. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> ah, and then there's just like one Lucifer in the corner. It's like, I'm meant to be your boss. Listen to me. 
<laughs> Shut up. News yeah, first played by I assume Tom Hiddleston. Um a, a man more likely to be actually the devil I've never seen. There's no 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 slight slight on Tom Hiddleston. Sure the guy's perfectly lovely. But I just think if the devil looks like anyone, it's Tom Hiddleston. If the, the devil took human form, he'd look like Tom Hiddleston. Is that a controversial? David, opinion? The devil is supposed to appear in the most temptatious form for you. Is that something you're not telling us? Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tom are, well, are... <laughs> Tempted. Temptation, the most temptation form for me, I, I think, would probably be, I don't know, like a cluster of of switches in the shape of a human woman. I don't know. <laughs> You're just, like, swiping the switches frantically yeah, up yeah, and yeah, down. Yeah, please. And then it claps the dust <laughs> like my nightmare. Um, you look in the, the mirror from the Philosopher's Stone, and it's just you prancing <laughs> about two. with this button wall. <laughs> Instead of, like, my pet, my loving parents with their hands on my shoulders, it's like two, two humanoid switch women. God, Jesus. If you um, switch okay. the switches on one, it makes the switches on the other go down again. <laughs> um, do you know what? Uh, I have. We, we're about the. That was a, we're on the outro now. We can't possibly follow that, and that means we have to keep that in as well. So, as a, as a final addendum, right? This week I was doing totally normal things like buying things from the W H Smith website. We're not sponsored. I just imagine no one else has ever bought from their website before. Anyway, I found some <laughs> other weird horror movies. So I have two, just two very briefly tell you guys about. One is called, uh, and this might be what happens after I see my Philosopher's Stone mirror, uh, Paranormal Sex Tape, uh, which was available for sale on, on WH Smith's website. Wait, what? Uh, it's written and directed by a man named Dick Van Dark. It has a 1.7 on IMDb, and the DVD box states, based on real events. Nice. Paranormal Sex Tape. There you go. Uh, the other one, which has a certified fresh of Rotten Tomatoes with an average score of 64%, um, which uh, when I first found out about it, I just assumed it was terrible, but it's actually not. It's called Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. It's a black horror <laughs> comedy musical made almost entirely by volunteers. Uh, the trailer, the whole thing is a song. And at one point, a hatching egg sprout from a man's chest like breasts and he's screaming. I thought you should all have that image in your mind. <laughs> I really want to watch Poultrygeist Night of the Chicken Dead Poultrygeist sounds it does sound like a labour of love I think we better say uh, uh, you know uh, yeah, thank you for listening everyone why not follow us on Podbean or, or leave a review wherever you listen coming on Halloween itself it's hopefully going to be a special episode on Alien will I cry whilst watching Alien? probably hopefully hopefully likely it's likely but yeah so thank you very much for listening to this Halloween episode Goodbye, have a good Halloween. Happy Goodbye. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Next time.